dogs and cats, they provide companionship. They provide love. They provide a sense of purpose for anyone, but especially as you're aging, especially if you're alone. And we have found that so many people will put off moving to senior living, and maybe they really need assisted living because they're afraid that they will have to part with their dog or their cat. So we want to dispel those myths. So pets are not allowed in senior living communities. Okay, what do you think? Truth or myth? Welcome to Aging in Style, the podcast dedicated to celebrating aging and what it takes to do it well. I'm Lori Williams. I'm a certified senior advisor and senior housing expert. In each episode, you'll learn stories of older adults who are thriving in their 70s, 80s, 90s, and in some cases, in their hundreds. Whether you're an older adult or the child of an older adult, this podcast is filled with insightful resources, organizations that are doing incredible work, and stories that will inspire you to volunteer, learn, and who knows, maybe even skydive in your golden years. Hi, welcome to today's episode of Aging in Style. We are starting something new, and it was actually, I was going to take credit, but it's not, it was not my idea. It was the idea of Anna, my podcast producer, and we are going to call this segment Truth or Myth, and we are going to do one of these every month. So the reason it came about is there's a lot of myths out there about senior living and about aging, and I get some of the same questions almost every day. So we want to dispel those myths. So we're going to start off the first one, and I'm going to ask you a question, and I want you to think what you think, what the answer is to this. So here we go. Pets are not allowed in senior living communities. Okay, what do you think? Truth or myth? Are pets not allowed in senior living communities? If you said no, they are not allowed, then... you were wrong because pets are allowed in senior living communities. And that is what we are going to talk about today. When I say pets, I don't mean like giant pets. I mean like dogs and cats and, you know, smaller breeds of dogs. So you can't bring a rooster or I don't know, whatever you may have as a pet. It's just dogs and cats. Okay, I'm done with sound effects. I just found this app and I'm like, you know what? I'm going to try it out. Okay, let's get into it. Let's talk about pets. So if you listen to the podcast on a regular basis, and even if you don't, you can always go back and listen, but I'm going to break this down for you. And there are several different types of senior living communities. We have senior apartments that are just, you know, active aging, 55 plus. We have independent living where people get meals, but yes, they're still independent. And then we have assisted living where people need a little more extra help. And then also memory care, residential care homes and nursing homes. What we're talking about with pets, the types of communities that are going to be the ones to accept pets are going to be the senior apartments, independent living, and assisted living. On assisted living, though, most people going to assisted living need a little care themselves. So you may have to arrange for care for your pet. With memory care, care homes, and nursing homes, typically pets are not allowed However, you could probably arrange to meet in a courtyard or outside and bring a pet up to visit them. 
So when we say that these types of communities, the senior apartments, the independent and assisted living, except pets, it's not every kind of dog that there is out there. There are going to be breed and size restrictions. So I would say average is about 20 to 25 pounds that I see communities accepting. But you would need to speak to the specific community you're considering moving to just to see what their rules are on pets. And, you know, what type of pet and and size restrictions. I I have seen larger pets be allowed because maybe they're just super chill and calm and the communities will do sort of like an interview of the dog (laughs) to see if it's going to be a fit. If it's not, you know, like a really bouncy, jumping on you kind of dog, which I have an eight month old uh, golden retriever puppy, which golden retrievers are incredible dogs, but she's an 80 pound eight month old puppy and she will jump on you and has I mean almost knocked me to the ground so you certainly wouldn't want a large very exuberant dog running around a senior living community you're just asking for problems there so our senior living communities understand you know how important it is to have our furry friends with our older adults I mean dogs and cats they provide companionship they provide love they provide a sense of purpose for anyone but especially as you're aging especially if you're alone and we have found that so many people will put off moving to senior living and maybe they really need assisted living but they will put it off because they're afraid that they will have to part with their dog or their cat and that's just not the case and again it is going to depend on the animal itself what the breed is i mean obviously they're not going to allow you know a pit bull Nothing against pit bulls, but they're not going to allow a pit bull into a senior living community. But, you know, if we're talking about your sweet little Yorkie or poodle or little mutt, you know, any dog 20, 25 pounds, odds are you're going to be able to take your dog with you. Another question I have been asked, are only dogs and cats allowed? For the most part, that is what I've seen. However, I used to work in a retirement community And there was a gentleman there who is still one of my most favorite people in the world. And his name was Bob. And he had birds. And I couldn't tell you what kind of birds they were, but they could talk. And they were so cute. And he kept them in his apartment. There was one, actually, that was in a cage that where everyone could see it. But he cared for the birds. He, you know, fed them and cleaned their cages and everything. And so he had one he kept in his apartment. And so when kids would come to visit, especially like my daughter was young, really little then. She was a brownie. And so when her and her little friends from the brownie troop would come up to the senior community, he would bring the bird out and let them hold it and put it on top of their heads and have it say, you know, whatever words it said. It was just the cutest thing. So, I mean, birds are allowed in some communities, but again, For any pet, I would ask specifically if there's a community you're looking to move into, just kind of make sure you know what the requirements are first. And um, there's one story that just will stay with me forever. And to me, it just illustrates how important it can be to have, you know, to have a dog or a cat in your life. So I was working with a son And he lived here in Dallas, and his dad was 90 years old. His wife had died the year before, and he just was not doing well. He was by himself. There was no family. He was out in West Texas. 
There was no one to check on him, but he did not want to move. And his whole reason for not wanting to move is he thought he couldn't bring his dog with him. And he had this little dog. Her name was Maggie. And Maggie was just his whole world. And so we finally find a place that's perfect. It's near his son. We finally convince him, yes, you can bring Maggie. And his apartment was actually perfect. It was on the first floor. There was a back door that opened to a little fenced in area where he could just open that door, sit out there and let Maggie play. You know, so everything was perfect. Everything was set. The night before he moves in, Maggie dies. I mean, just heartbreaking, heartbreaking for him, heartbreaking for everyone involved. He still went ahead and moved in, but he was just so sad and he was not adjusting. He was not coming out of his apartment. He wasn't engaging with other people and the staff noticed it and they were very concerned for him. And so the only time, like they noticed the only time that he would actually kind of like light up and, and talk to them was when he told them about Maggie. So one of the, the staff members, um, a woman named Rhonda, who is just an amazing person, she started looking for a dog for him. So she goes to some animal shelter, she's looking around, and she finds a dog that she thinks this, this would be a perfect dog for Jack. And she tells the people there what's going on, and they said, you know what, we're going to waive all the fees, you take her. So Rhonda brings the dog to Jack, and of course she got the okay from his son and everything before she did all this, and um, present him with the dog. And he was so happy. And I got to go and visit like right after he got the dog, and it was a little female dog. I can't remember what she was. She was kind of like a gold kind of color. She was little. I think she had Jack Russell in her, just you know, kind of a little mixed breed. He named her Honey. And so I asked him, I'm like, why did, did you name her Honey? Because she's kind of honey colored. And he said, no, I named her Honey because she's just a honey. And it was just so, so sweet. And I'm telling you, that dog made such a huge difference in his life. It was like a switch just went off because he had a reason now to get up in the morning. He had a purpose and he would you know, walk her around the community, start it making friends, because of course, most people will come up to you if you're walking a dog, especially a cute little dog and, you know, want to know what its name is and all of that. So it really got him out in the community and engaged with his new um, senior community. So I think that's just, to me, that's a story that really illustrates how important it is to have a pet in your life. And, And I realize not everyone loves pets, but if you are a dog cat person, It just makes a world of difference to give you that companionship, that sense of purpose. And it should not ever hold you back from moving to a senior apartment or independent living or assisted living because they are accepted. You can have animals there. You can have dogs and cats within certain guidelines, which we discussed earlier. So I hope that That kind of lets you in on a myth, kind of debunks that whole myth about pets being allowed in senior living communities. If you have any myths that you are wondering about, you can always reach out to me. And you know what? It might be featured as a truth or myth once a month. We're doing this. So if you have a, you know, something that you think might be a myth, let me know. And please, please subscribe to the podcast and share it with all your friends and family. We'll see you next week. 
Thanks for listening. 